1: The saint. Ah,
2: good afternoon, Mister Templar.
0: Oh, good afternoon. Well,
2: come in, sir. Come in.
0: You're very kind.
2: Eh?
0: Well, it isn't everyone who'd invite a mere stranger in like this. And the fact that it's my own apartment into which I'm being invited is. Oh, uh, did you uh, find what you were looking for?
2: <laughs> oh dear, then you can tell I've been searching through your things. But I took such pains to be neat.
0: I abhor disorder. That's exactly the way I feel about fat intruders who practice burglary in my apartment.
2: (laughs) Burglary? Oh, really, sir, do I look like a burglar?
0: You look like a fastidious rhinoceros with a taste for Bond Street tailoring.
2: (laughs) You see how appearances can be deceiving. I assure you, sir, another thing I am not
0: is a rhinoceros. That makes two things you aren't. Suppose we trade him for one thing you are. Very well.
2: For one thing i am an unhappy man your wife doesn't understand you no the reason for my unhappiness is i no longer understand myself i've changed it worries me now take last night for example yes it was such a commonplace activity the sort of thing a man in my profession soon gets used to and yet all during it and afterwards i found myself actually feeling sorry for the poor chap oh and uh, what was happening to the poor chap oh the usual thing Placing lighted matches under the fellow's fingernails, pressing burning cigars under the soles of his feet, Sticking
0: know? pins into the calf of his leg.
2: Yes, exactly. Yes. Prosaic, unoriginal, but still highly effective, eh? <laughs> if they weren't effective, it's hardly likely that I would be here, wouldn't you say? The point is, why are you here, Fatty? The name is Archibald. Archibald? Roland P. Archibald. Obviously, I have come to regain possession of my property. What property? What does it look like? An envelope, Mr. Templer. A small manila envelope. And the man
0: you tortured said he gave it to me?
2: Yes. Fernandez said your name very clearly, even though we were doing a magnificent job of twisting his arm at the time.
0: And he was doing a pretty good job of pulling your leg. What do you mean? Look, Roland P. Archibald, my tailor is due here at any moment with a newly made suit that I am very eager to try on. I'd be obliged to you if you picked up your marbles and... (laughs) Nice. Nice. That depends on whom it's being pointed at.
2: It's a rolfer, one of the finest automatics the Germans ever made.
0: Mm, I suppose you'd suspect an ulterior motive if I asked you for a closer look. The
2: envelope, please. I've gone to considerable trouble, Mr. Templer. My patience is exhausted, thoroughly exhausted. I'm not as thin as I used to be. Mm, Should we
0: break some rye crisp together?
2: The envelope, for the last time.
0: Very well. I suppose next you'll be pestering me for a stamp. Don't come any closer, saints. Well, I have to get the envelope. I just don't happen to have it on me. I've searched this apartment thoroughly.
2: It has to be on your person. (sighs) Outwitted, you! I'll take it, please. Hand it over.
0: All right. (laughs) Wouldn't it be amusing if when I reached into my pocket, instead of finding an envelope, I found a gun? You
2: have a gun, Mr. Templer?
0: A gun? Of course not. I was just...
2: Wait. Keep your hands where they are, Saint.
0: But the envelope... Now
2: raise your hands, please. Higher. Thank you. I'll remove the envelope from your pocket myself. Playing
0: it cagey,
2: hmm, chubby? In my profession, caution is the difference between living and dying.
0: Now, which pocket? This one. <coughs> ah, yes. It is a nice gun. You've shown it to me when I asked. I wouldn't have had to kick in your bay window.
2: <laughs> that kick is going to cost you your life.
0: Well, everything's expensive <coughs> these days.
2: Do you know the way out? Yes, Mr. Templer. But what's more important, I know the way back.
3: Who is it? It's Finley, Mr. Templer. I've brought a suit.
0: Oh, come in, Finley. If you'd been here ten minutes ago, you'd have found me having my measure taken by someone else.
3: Indeed? You're displeased with my work, Mr. Templer? Mm,
0: That someone else wasn't a custom tailor, Finley. He was taking my measure with a gun. Well, now, let's see. How did this latest masterpiece of yours work out? Oh, hmm? if I may say so, sir,
3: I do believe I've exceeded myself. Then you've exceeded the best tailor in town. If you'll remove your coat, Mr. Templer. Oh. I'll just take the suit out of the box. Yeah. Now, if you'll just slip the coat on. All right. Oh, That's a good fit.
0: Yeah. Step over to the mirror, sir. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a well-tailored piece of... eight. Hey, What's this? Pardon? This little... Well, I'll be... There's something wrong, sir? Yeah. Yeah, or is it the latest fashion to wear a bullet hole beside the breast pocket? What's that? A bullet hole? Well, look, see for yourself. Small and round and still smelling of cordite. Well, but, but it isn't possible. How could a thing like that have happened? Well, did this suit have any known enemies? Say, a bargain basement blue serge with a jealousy neurosis? Mr. Templer, I'm dumbfounded. I, I don't know what to say. Well, What's this? Another bullet hole? Huh. Something in the inside pocket. It feels like a... It's an envelope. What? Yeah, a small manila envelope. Now, that has a familiar ring. And so has this name penciled across the flap. Name? Yeah. Do you have a customer named Fernandez? Fernandez? Why, no, sir, I know no one by that name. Who is he, sir? A man who tells tall tales when his arm is twisted. A man who right now is probably very dead. <laughs> oh,
1: my beloved, you'll
2: look up the clears today of past regret and future fears.
0: Tomorrow I... Tomorrow I may be... Exactly where you are right now. <laughs> Coding Omar Khayyam to a disinterested highball glass. And empty, Simon. This cut to clear is empty. In entirely temporary condition. Bartender, yeah. uh, double for Mr. Murphy and I will have the same. Yes, sir. Ah, your generosity is matched only by your intelligence and wits. What brings the mighty man catcher to Third Avenue? Whiskey? Women? An encyclopedia that walks like a man and drinks like a fish. I'm at your service, my saintly friend. Well, I'm glad Einstein just wasn't available. An amateur. Hey, I, sir. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank
2: you. Ah. Ask me anything, Simon. My brain is in your hands.
0: I will start with names. Two names. Name them.
2: Roland T.
0: Archibald.
2: Uh, neat, natty, and fat with an extra bulge under the arm. That probably means a gun. Mm hmm.
0: That's Roland. And that's all. Now, don't tell me that filing system you call a brain has slipped up on Roland P.
2: I'm afraid so, Simon. He has, oh, no friends,
0: no acquaintances, no known occupation, no known anything. A very mysterious cookie. Oh, I'd put him more in the plum pudding class. Next name? Fire. Fernandez. 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 Oh, Simon, I know so many. Hmm, I was afraid you would. Three bartenders, a manufacturer of hearing aids, a truck driver. Oh, best and safest driver I ever knew. All truck drivers are the best and the safest. Any more? A uh, safe cracker, a professor of oriental languages, three more bartenders. Well, what's up. the use? I wouldn't know the right one if I heard it. Let's go. Uh, take a look at this. Four sheets of fool's cap. You want to know what it is? I know what it is. It's a formula, a complicated formula in nuclear physics. Oh, now I'm learning. Where did you get this hot potato, Simon? It came in a small manila envelope that I found in the pocket of a brand new suit. And you want me to tell you what the formula means? Mm. (laughs) Too
2: bad Einstein wasn't available.
0: I'm more concerned with whom this belongs to rather than what it means. These initials printed in the upper left-hand corner... Initials, initials. Oh, yeah. D-R-L. Mm-hmm. Which means?
2: D-R-L. Uh... Well, Simon, on a
0: formula in nuclear physics, the L probably stands for laboratory. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, bartender, a mm? uh, triple for Mr. Murphy. Yes, sir. <laughs> Drop in any time, Simon, any time. I shall always be glad to receive you. <laughs> <laughs> time for you to come out of that saloon. Oh, why? I wanted to see you, that's why. You're the saint, aren't you? I'm the saint, and you're seeing me. What are you seeing me about? The envelope. You know, the one with the formula. I want it. Now, don't tell me it's your homework. You know who I am, Junior. Who are you?
4: It don't make no difference who I am. But if it'll make you happy. It'll make me happy. My name's Gus. Now, come on, give. Why? I got a gun in my pocket, that's why.
0: And I'm told to bring back that envelope no matter what. And if I refuse to give it to you, you'll shoot me and take it from me, huh? That's the truth. You're new at this, aren't you? I know my way around. What happens when you shoot me here on the sidewalk? You fall down, of course. Eventually. But first a woman screams. There's always a woman who screams. And people start running toward us. And a cop comes tearing up. And uh, what do you do during all of this, Gus? Me? I run. The envelope? I take it out of your pocket before I run. Oh, you'll have time. Huh? When a man is shot, he doesn't just go plop like they do in the funny papers. First he clutches the spot where the bullet hit him, and then he staggers around for a while. Then he lurches, swerves, sinks to one knee, gets up again. You know nothing brings out the ham in a man like being shot. So, well, you'll have to wait until I'm through with my dying act before you can reach into my pocket, okay. Gus. By that time, yeah. Maybe you're right. Well, there will be no charge for the lesson. Maybe I can teach you something. What? It's rifle fire. Get down.
4: Over here, behind this car. Gus. Ah, uh, you, you, you're wrong, singer. I didn't lurch or stagger. No woman screamed. I, uh, Gus. I didn't step. Gus.
0: Oh, I guess mine was the last lie you'll ever hear. Templar! Oh, it's you, Fatty. Oh, Mr.
2: Templar, I wish you wouldn't persist in calling me by that absurd
0: name. Well, rose by any other name. I suppose the same sort of reasoning applies to a rat. Well, is this the big moment, Roland? Eh? Hey? Archibald's revenge, the payoff I was promised for, the kick in the stomach I delivered? I would hardly
2: honk my horn after you shout your name at the top of my voice on a busy thoroughfare if it were my intention to kill you, Mr. Templer. Mm, no,
0: I suppose you wouldn't. You'd park your car somewhere and... Stalk me from it with a high-powered rifle.
2: Uh, well, you know, that sounds rather effective. I must bear it in mind for the future. Yeah, I'm still bearing it in mind from the past.
0: A kid named Gus caught the bullet for
2: me. Eh? I don't quite understand. It's simple, Fatty. You missed me. You think that I... Oh, really, sir, this is most amusing. You won't hear Gus laughing. My dear sir. Templar, I am an expert rifleman. If I had aimed at you, I shouldn't have missed you. But come, sir, the temper of this conversation is not at all what I had in mind when I sought you out. No, I should like to suggest an armistice, a peace plan, as it were, with the loser paying a generous amount as uh, uh, reparations to the winner.
0: Meaning that you wind up with a formula and I with the
2: customary thirty pieces of silk. No, oh, come, 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 Templar, you make it sound as if treason were involved. I assure you the formula has nothing to do with any government project. Then what is it,
0: Chubby? A recipe for sweet potato pie? A method of manufacturing quick frozen bourbon? What is it? The only person who can answer that is Dr. Vargas. Dr. Vargas?
2: Vargas? Thanks. Uh, Where are you going, Mr. Templer?
0: Consult the phone book. You have just given me the answer to another one of three puzzling initials, Chubby. I think I know now what the middle one stands for. Good morning. Good
4: morning. May I help you?
0: So this is VRL, hmm? Good old VRL.
4: I beg your pardon?
0: I'd like to see Dr. Vargas.
4: Dr. Vargas?
0: You seem surprised. This is the Vargas Research Laboratories, VRL?
4: Of course. But but Dr. Vargas never sees visitors.
0: Oh, I'm not a visitor. What I've got in a small manila envelope practically makes me a member of the firm.
4: I beg your pardon?
0: Again? And on such short acquaintance... What? Merely tell the doctor it's probably a matter of life or death.
4: But I've strict instructions never to interrupt the doctor. Who shall I say is calling?
0: Simon Templar.
4: Simon... saint?
0: With a question mark where my halo ought to be. Do we know each other? No. Hmm. Something tells me that we will. But until that happy moment, if I...
3: If Templar, send him right
0: in! Hey, did you hear something? Something that sounded like artillery fire with the ability to make words?
4: Through that door, Mr. Templar. Oh.
0: Thank you.
3: Well, come in, come in. Don't take all day about it. You can close the door now. Sit down, Templar. I believe we have something to discuss.
0: I have something to discuss with Dr. Vargas.
3: And who am I supposed to be, Snow White?
0: I'd rather not answer that.
3: Let's get right to the heart of it, Templar. I'm a busy woman. And I'm
0: a puzzled man, Doctor. And one of the things that puzzles me is how you knew I was coming here.
3: A friend told me to expect you.
0: Hmm, a friend who carries about 75 extra pounds and who dislikes being called fatty, hmm? Not so sure I like your friends.
3: And I'm not so sure I give a hang. Just for the record, I've been checked and double-checked by almost every government agency in this and several other countries.
0: Oh, then you are doing government work. <laughs> your fat friend is a terrible liar.
3: Take it up with his clergyman. We're here to discuss a formula. One that somehow found its way out of this laboratory and into your pocket. You have it?
0: Yeah, it's burning a hole in that pocket.
3: Toss it over. Huh. This is what the fuss is all about? That. Good day, Templer. Yes, it is rather nice out. Huh? Then please feel free to go out and enjoy it and take this mishmash with you. Mishmash? Gibberish, prattle, nonsense. Pick your own word. Well,
0: the word I pick is why.
3: Why? Why what?
0: Look, if this formula is mishmash, why does a fat man named Archibald want it so badly? Why does a kid named Gus threaten to gun me down for it and wind up getting a rifle slug ride right into another world? And why is a new suit delivered with a bullet hole over the heart?
3: And why do I'm a scientist, not a policeman. Goodbye, Mr...
4: Uh, Dr. Vargas, excuse me. But... Yes? You were in the laboratory right away.
3: Okay. Mr. Templer is just leaving. Will you show him out, Miss Fernandez?
0: Did uh, did she say Fernandez? That's
4: my name. Jean Fernandez.
0: And well, I'm delighted to hear it. You have a father, a husband, perhaps, or is it a brother who might be mysteriously absent?
4: You know it. Oh, Mr. Temple, you must help me. You must. How? Oh. My, my brother lives. He. No, he can't talk here. Later.
0: Well, here's my address. And if you see a certain beef trust named Archibald before I do. Don't tell him your name is Fernandez.
4: But he knows. Oh, no, a... oh Mister Temple, I'm afraid. I'm afraid.
3: Who is it? It's I, sir Finley. May I see you for a moment? Oh.
0: Come in, Finley. Now, don't tell me you've made me a new coat this
3: fast. Oh, no, Mr. Templer. I could hardly do justice to my craft if I. Mr. Templer, I have a problem.
0: Uh, Judging from the record, you've come to the right place to unload it.
3: It's that that object you found in the suit I delivered yesterday, sir. The manila envelope? Uh, Yes, sir. A gentleman called at my shop today inquiring for it. He insists that the envelope is his and demands its return. A fat gentleman? No, sir. A rather thin gentleman. His name is Fernandez.
0: Hmm, I doubt it. Pardon? Did he tell you how the envelope happened to be found in my suit? Yes, sir, he did. He was
3: in for a fitting himself the other day. Fernandez? Yes, sir, Fernandez. He says he saw your coat hanging on the rack, admired it, and on an impulse tried it on. The envelope had
0: been in his hands at the time. And he just slipped it into the pocket and then forgot about it, huh? So he informed me, sir. Now he's threatening me with legal action if I don't... Tell the gentleman to call here for the envelope, Finley. If he can identify the contents, he can have it. Well, that sounds reasonable enough, Mr. Templer. Uh, I'll tell him. Good day, sir, and thank you. Oh, Finley. Yes, sir. Tell the gentleman I'll expect an explanation about that uh, bullet hole in my coat. You know, I'm dying to hear how the uh, gentleman gets around that one. Mm. this time? It's, it's me, Gene Fernandez. Quick, let me in. Jean, I expected you hours ago.
4: I couldn't get away. And then when I did, he followed me. I, I had to lose him. Who? The fat man, Archibald.
0: You know, it's remarkable that he stays that fat getting around as much as he does.
4: Oh, Mr. Temple, please. I, I haven't seen or heard from Lewis in three days. Do you know what... No. But I thought... I thought... It that... isn't
0: what you thought of what you think that's going to find your brother, Jean. It's what you know.
4: What I know, I don't understand.
0: Jean, what's your brother mixed up in?
4: No, I can't tell you. I came here because I thought you knew where Louis is. I'm going now.
0: Do you want to see your brother again? Alive? What?
4: What do you mean?
0: The first and last I heard of your brother was when Fatty told me about putting lighted matches under his fingernails. Oh, no. No. I didn't mean to break it to you so ungently. But you've got to be made to realize that unless you tell me what...
4: All right. I'll tell you. But you must help me find Lewis, you must.
0: And I will. Now, first, that formula that seems to be so important and yet isn't. I did that. You did what? I'll
4: begin at the beginning.
0: It's a good place to begin from.
4: When Lewis was a very young man, in his teens, he was restless, nervous, neurotic, the doctor called
0: him. The type which, with a few lies here and a little propaganda there, is easily convinced that there's nothing more noble than a certain form of politics, huh?
4: He joined the movement and rose rapidly, and it, he was slated for big things. Till one day he stopped being restless and neurotic and looked at himself and what he'd become with, with disgust.
0: And so he quit?
4: Oh, he only thought he quit. All these years, he, he didn't have the slightest connection with him. He never dreamed that they'd seek him out again, and i expect him to...
0: They wanted something from him, huh? Something that he could get for them easier than anyone else could.
4: Well, they found out where I was working. They knew that Dr. Vargas was conducting important experiments. And then he had no better proposition. Either he was to make me give him the Vargas formula, or he was to be, to be executed. Oh, can't you see why I'm so worried?
0: Especially since the formula you gave your brother to pass along was a phony.
4: That's right. I, I couldn't give him the real one, not even to save his life. I assumed I, I couldn't. So I copied things from papers the doctor had thrown away, a little bit of each of the score of discarded papers. I, I thought it would work, that I'd fool them. Lewis doesn't know. He, he took it from me, said goodbye. And, and you yeah.
0: haven't seen him since. Did he tell you where he was bringing the supposed formula, who he
4: was giving it to? He said I'd be safer if I didn't know. He merely said that he was going to meet a man who had been one of their cleverest agents for years of the most important men in the organization. Oh, it must be him. It must be. Fatty? What makes you think so? Why else would he follow me? Why else would he...
0: Where are you going?
4: To look out the window. I, I want to see if he's there.
0: No, Jean. Get away from that window.
4: I just want to see if he... It...
0: Somebody's been playing Fourth of July with a high-powered rifle. This is no time to stand there. Near... <laughs> Jean,
4: get down. Jean. 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 Oh. Oh,
2: hello. Welcome home. Again? Come in, Mr. Templer. Come in, sir.
0: Someday I'll open the door of my apartment, walk in, and... This time you weren't quite so neat about it, Fatty. The name is Archibald. And this time, Mr. Templer, it was someone
2: else. Someone with deplorably messy habits who searched your apartment. You've
0: been to the hospital? Yes. Miss Fernandez is... She'll live. How about her brother, will he? He's still in a coma. I suppose we discuss Roland P. Archibald and what brings him here this time. Well, my dear sir, the formula, naturally. No, Roland, not the formula. Huh? I'm certain Dr. Vargas must have told you by now that the formula Why is... should she tell me anything? Because of what you are, Roland. Something had been stolen from the laboratory, so you set out to bring it back. That's your job. We're both on the same team. But my dear Templar, I'm the villain in this opera.
2: And the fellow who swore that he'd have your life, remember?
0: Your cover. you were making like the criminal element as a cover-up. You're a counterintelligence agent. Am I? Yeah, I began to get on to you and to what part you were playing in this drama when I called on Vargas this morning. Huh? Hmm, she was expecting me. And the only one who could possibly have told her that I'd be dropping in was you. And so? The doctor is doing important work. She's been security checked from here to Sunday. So, since you're playing ball with her, you must be playing for the home team. Have you anything at all that might help us find out who pressured Fernandez to go after the formula? He's the same man who's been shooting off his rifle. Uh, if we could only find out who he I is. know who he is. You do? Sure. Fernandez gets the formula from his sister, goes to deliver it, has a few unpleasant words with Uncle Joe's one-man spy ring, and they start fighting with guns. My new
2: suit is a casualty. So was Fernandez, but he managed to get away and come to us. He's been in a coma ever since. Keeps muttering your name and the words, in
0: the pocket, in the pocket. Which led you to me and the pocket I was wearing instead of the pocket of the new suit that was hanging in the shop with my name on it. Uh, Would you mind explaining? Fernandez wasn't sure he'd be able to get away. So he hid the manila envelope with a formula in the pocket of my new suit. Get away? Get away from where? From the tailor shop where he went to meet the spy. But why the tailor shop? What? Because the spy has a cover identity, too. He happens to be a... Up
3: your hands, both
0: of you. I was saying he uh, happens to be a tailor. A tailor named Finley. Keep those hands up. A tailor named Finley who one day tells me he's never heard of a man named Fernandes, and the next day tells me an old customer named Fernandes is called to claim the manila envelope. You're very clever, Mr. Templer. But where did you come from
3: just now? Where were you hiding? I was in the closet, fatty. You very rudely dropped in here while I was going through Mr. Templer's things just before.
0: Still looking for that elusive manila envelope, eh, Finley?
3: Yes, but the search seems to be about over. Mr. Templer, sir? Oh, I know what you're going to say. It's worthless. Don't waste your words. Your last words... Just take the envelope out of your pocket and hand it over.
0: Well, if you insist, and I see that you do. Careful, Saint. Very careful now.
3: <laughs> Something is funny.
2: <laughs> yes, I was just thinking. Wouldn't it be amusing if, when he reached into his pocket, instead of bringing out an envelope,
0: he brought out a gun? He wouldn't live long enough to point it. You uh,
3: have a gun, Templar.
0: A gun? Oh, why, of course
3: not. Wait. Stay just as you are, Templar. I'll take the envelope from your pocket myself. Playing it cagey, huh? In my profession, it... Which pocket? This
1: one.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's splendid, Mr. Templer. Splendid, splendid. You must teach me that kick trick sometime. And the knockout punch was magnificent. Oh, I enjoyed it.
0: Uh, Thank you. But I don't think you enjoyed it nearly as much as I did. (laughs) In fact, Fatty, I'm a little sorry it's over. Oh, Mr.
2: Templer, for the last time, the name is... Yes? (laughs) Never mind. I think you've earned the right to call me Fatty.
1: You have been listening to another transcribed adventure of The Saint the Robin Hood of modern crime. Now, here is our star, Vincent Price.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, in tonight's cast, you heard Patricia Jepsen as Jean, and Bill Conrad as Archibald. Jack Morales was Finley, Whitfield Connors, Murphy. Sam Edwards played Gus and Jody Gilbert, Dr. Vargas. This is Vincent Price inviting you to join us again next week at the same time for another exciting adventure of the saint. Good night.
1: of The Saint was written by Michael Cramor. The Saint, based on characters created by Leslie Chatteras, is a James L. Safia production and is directed by Helen Mack. Vincent Price is soon to be seen co-starring with Errol Flynn and Michelle Prell in William Marshall's production of Bloodline. All you Saint fans will be glad to know that The Saint comic books are on sale at all newsstands. Your announcer is Don Stanley. Three chimes mean good times on NBC. There's fun today and every Sunday with two of your favorite families on NBC. There's the Blanding's family with more perplexing adventures in their famous dream house, starring Cary Grant and Betsy Drake as Mr. and Mrs. Blandings. And Sunday also means the Harris family with Frankie, Julius, and all the other favorites of the Phil Harris Alice Fay Show. And today, hear Judy Holliday, Jimmy Durante, Carmen Miranda on the big show on NBC.